My name is Clarissa Holloway. I'm a staff writer at the Center for Investigative Journalism, a government-funded news operation based out of Washington, D.C. Before 2016, I was a puff piece journalist who went by the pen name Clarissa Sunshine. My stories included celebrity sex tips, puppies taking selfies, bone broth recipes from Renee Zellweger. But now, as D.C. lays under a heavy snowfall in week five of a government shutdown, my focus has shifted. A political battle over the president's demand for Congress to approve funds for his border wall now touches the lives of millions of Americans, including me. How long will these partisan political games go on? In other words, when can we have some hope? This is Kramer Eubanks, editorial director at the Center for Investigative Journalism at our office in D.C. This is being documented for the public record. I'm here with Clarissa Holloway, staff journalist. Furloughed journalist. What do you want, Kramer? I've got a date. It's a shutdown, Holloway. We're government-funded, the belt is tight, and I hear you've been running around with your little tape recorder all over town. You don't know that. I know it the same way I know you don't have a date tonight. Old habits die hard, Holloway. Oh, Kramer. You don't pay me enough to stand here, even when you're paying me to stand here. So cut to the goddamn chase. What do you want? I thought you said she was a ray of sunshine, Kramer. This girl, well, she reminds me of me. (laughs) Holloway, meet Carl Bernstein. One of the old dogs in town. Hey, honey. Mr. Bernstein, it's a privilege. A lot of phones ringing off the hook in this office. It's a lot of leads going up in smoke. Uh, Kramer, what's going on? I've been following your work, Miss Sunshine. Well, for quite some time, actually. It's Holloway now. Ah. Either way, I'd like to advise you on your upcoming stories, if that's all right. Uh, That would be incredible. Kramer? Well, you're still furloughed, but Mr. Bernstein's offered to pay your expenses and keep you afloat while we're shut down. Why me? Your work inspires people. That's a rare quality in the news these days. And, well, I'd, I'd like to take part in that, if you let me. I'm honored. Where shall we start? You're the young, eager reporter. Where do you want to start? We go after McConnell. He's the only one who can get a bill to the president and end the shutdown. Okay, sunshine. Kramer? Carl? I'm not sure what he's after, Holloway, but he doesn't seem himself. I can't put my finger on it. He's sullen. He could be leading us to a huge break. But I want it on the record that you're doing this of your own volition. Holloway? Uh, Yeah, I heard you. Uh, Yes. Okay, then. You want to grab a drink? (laughs) It's a shutdown, Kramer. You don't have a job, and... I don't date unemployed men. Good luck out there, Holloway. Carl Bernstein was a legendary investigative journalist who went from teenage copy boy at the Washington Star to sharing a Pulitzer Prize for his coverage of the Watergate scandal, which led to the resignation of Richard Nixon. Good morning. Morning. The next morning, we met outside the snow-covered Capitol building. We can start at McConnell's office. Mm. You know, they got a free food giveaway downtown this morning for out-of-work employees, and... Oh, we could stop by there, take a few pics. Um, I'd like to focus on McConnell. What about those Muslim kids cleaning up the national parks, or the the bunny rabbits of East Hampton? It's... Come on, sunshine, let's... Let's give the people some hope Bernstein, I mean no offense, but... 
nearly a million are out of work and it's up to us to bring people the stories they need to know. Are we on the same page or not? All right. I got a source. She reached out this morning with some info to leak, but I, um, I warned you. Uh, let's chase it, Carl. Oh, look at that. <laughs> Little sunshine creeping back on that face of yours. I'll drive. Let's go. Wait. Uh, nothing. Just like Woodward and Bernstein decades ago, we pulled into a darkly lit garage. Ice melts scattered across the wet cement in search of a lead. A car flashes its lights from the shadows. Our source, our deep throat. That's the signal. L let's go. You take this one, kiddo. Are you sure? Yeah. Go get him, sunshine. Hello? Over here. I followed the voice and there, behind a concrete pillar, a busty woman in a trench coat, shrouded in darkness. Where's Carl? He's in the car. What have you got for me? First, I need to know we have an understanding. Well, I'll keep you anonymous, I, I, I swear. Mm-mm. That's not gonna work for me, hun. I'd like full exposure on this. Take out your phone and film me. I turn on my camera flash and illuminate our source. I recognize her immediately. Stormy Daniels? I go by Deep Throat. It's a reference to that movie, but it's also because I Deep Throat. Dex. Very on the nose. Well, go ahead. Wait, use the Snapchat. I like the puppy filter. <clears throat> oh, let me take off this trench coat. My outfit is super cute. Uh, rolling. Hey, this is Stormy, and I've got some major breaking news. I have proof the president is willing to accept a severe cut to his wall budget to reopen the government. These photos are proof. Oh, Jesus, God. These were taken by my girl Crystal just last week in the Oval Office. As you can see, the president has bent over a statue of Andrew Jackson while my girl Crystal beats his dumper with the aforementioned draft of the reduced spending bill. This audio proves his willingness to backpedal. Yeah, you like that, don't you, baby? Oh, yeah, force me to take it. Are you going to cut the f***ing wall budget? Yeah, baby, I'll do it. Whatever you want. Oh, yeah, you're going to take that deal, you big f***ing baby? Oh, I'm a little bitch-ass baby, and I'll take whatever I can get. Oh, yeah, you will. Uh, you're a little uh, baby. Got what you needed? Um, I think so. Okay, blast that out to your followers. Remember to tag my fucking Instagram this time, okay? What you're looking for, Sunshine? If I send that out, it's all anybody will talk about. So don't send it out. How can I not? I need to. It, I mean, it's absolute... It's what? News? It's all a big popularity contest anyway. High school bullshit. I'm sending it. <sighs> the president's doing a press briefing in an hour. Okay. Should we go? He's the president, Carl. Yeah. Looks mighty fine to me. Okay, let's refocus. Nothing the president says sticks. It's about what he does and, and signs into law. 
votes. So McConnell won't comment because he's avoiding the bill. If the bill goes to a vote, these Republicans look weak to their base in 2020. Tootsie roll Carl. to me. You like a Tootsie Roll sunshine? During the Nixon resignation, some of the members of the House sent out pounds of Tootsies to furloughed workers. Maybe we could find a story like that, yeah? Maybe after the shutdown. Ah, oh, come on, sunshine. Uh, you did a story on tap-dancing pigeons at the House of the Blind, for God's sakes. Well, maybe I was the blind one. No, that doesn't make any sense. They're blinds. They're the blind ones. Clarissa Sunshine is dead, Carl. Jesus, I thought you were a pragmatic cynic of the state, not Mr. fucking Rogers. I'm sorry, I won't feed the people distractions anymore. As opposed to what? Deep throat back there? Ah. I got an apple orchard in upstate New York, you know? Bernstein bears. You see the word plays? I, I bear fruit. It's catchy, right? Very catchy. Let's go there, sunshine. Right now. To upstate New York. Yeah. The president's briefing is in 20 minutes, uh, Carl. It'll be covered by every hack journal in town. Come on, let's, let's comb the orchard. We'll, we'll fill as many bags as we can and hand them out to all those teachers on strike, or we could- It's winter, Carl. There's no apples at your orchard. Listen, for the purposes of my story, let's keep our conversations about the shutdown, okay? Deal? Deal. We entered the White House briefing room, overflowing with press awaiting word from their president. But some just stared at the floor, like battered children who knew daddy was coming home and they were about to get a whooping. God, this place is packed. Carl, let's see if we can get a spot up front. Carl? Damn it. Carl? Well, everyone, the president wishes to extend his apologies. He won't be joining us today. He'd like me to tell you he's been held up by lazy, hateful Democrats. Sad. Hey, Jim, do you have any comment on this deep throat story? No. Over the last few days, a surge of supportive messages have been sent to the president regarding the shutdown. The fake news reported that there's no crisis at the border, but I think the following stories will help educate and clarify the need for border security. I'm going to read a few of them now. As a warning, the details may be upsetting. Our first story is from the border town of Fort Hancock, Texas. In a quiet southern border town, housewife Janet Perkins thought she had it all until a Mexican immigrant burned her family alive. From MS-13, the gang that brought you rape and torture and all new terror coming to a quiet suburb near you. <clears throat> this next story is from the Albuquerque. What is this, Jim? Excuse me. These are real stories of crisis affecting Americans, Paul? Yeah, these scare tactics are bullshit. You think it's BS that Janet's family was burned alive screaming? Uh, no. No. Then pipe I... it down and show some respect. This next story is from the Albuquerque Herald. <clears throat> In a peaceful village... Five white girl babies murdered with a heroin bomb. What the hell is a heroin bomb? A bomb packed with... The briefing went on for over an hour. ...rips through their their, their fucking baby faces and they die. I wandered outside. Maggie Haberman was sitting on the ground. She'd removed her shoes and was staring out at the horizon. Weeks of snow piled up around doors and windows, kicking the White House in a thick blanket of frosting. Then, out of the corner of my eye, I see a billow of smoke peeking out over the White House roof. The noxious vapor smells of burning plastic and styrofoam. At the back entrance, I find Carl, staring at the source of the smoke, a dumpster belching black soot into the frigid air. Will you just look at that sunshine? Just, just, just look at it. 
my god. Carl just stared at it. I creep forward, covering my mouth as I look inside the dumpster. A grease fire had formed from a recently discarded mountain of fast food purchased for a visiting sports team. The uneaten hamburgers and pizzas had caught a blaze from the still smoldering candles. There's a literal goddamn flaming dumpster at the White House. I'll get a few shots. I mean, we used to use metaphors and innuendo, but that's a that's a flaming fucking dumpster at the White House. No, 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 no. The sunshine. Don't. It's it's too on the nose. It's it's not even funny. It's 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 obvious. It's gross. It's sorry, Carl. I'm here to report. <laughs> I'm tired of this. These distractions. Carl gazed up at the roof of the White House, like he was stuck in a nightmare. Where are you going? I used to go up on the roof in the 70s. Hell of a view up there. Hell of a view. I'd like to see it again. One last time. Carl. Good luck, sunshine. Carl, wait. Just, just look. The fire might spread, okay? Help me. Carl watched as I shoveled handfuls of snow onto the sizzling mass of cheeseburgers. After a moment, he helped too. When the smoke was smothered, we drove off to find our next story. But Carl didn't say a word. We'll be right back. The Deep Throat story had spread like wildfire, but it only led to more outrage and no action. I wanted to get to the root of the shutdown. At the Reagan National Airport, my flight was about to board, but my co-journalist was nowhere to be found. Carl Bernstein had given up on hope, and I was on my own, heading to the southern border to see if there was truly a crisis. I've come to Nogales, on the border where barricades and lane closures are in place months after the president deployed active duty troops to stop illegal crossings. Sheriff Delgado explains his support of the wall. We've got about 1,980 miles open border, and I support the president's decision to install that barrier. But statistics show drugs won't be stopped by a wall. First, we're going to call it a barrier, okay? Uh, sometimes I like calling it a blockade or a, a limited boundary curtain. A large obstacle fortification stretching from, well, here to over there and... Uh, the sheriff takes us into a room filled with confiscated drugs and guns, the same ones the president showed off to the press days earlier. Now here's where we keep all our Mexican booty. Uh, we got the gats, we got the uppers, we got the downers. Uh, oh, these pretty little pills right here. This is called a fizz rocket. Now that's street X. And these little disco biscuits, they go straight up your behind and kickstart your love muscle for, for a slap-happy good time. Yes, ma'am. Uh, not that I got any personal experience with that in particular, but uh, moving on. <clears throat> but these items had all been confiscated at legal ports of entry, where currently only 17% of vehicles are checked. The funds would instead go here, to the open border land where the president says a surge of rapists and murderers are flooding in. I find my way to Los Paldron, a Texas town where supporters of the wall have gathered to take up arms to protect their borders. It looks like a tailgate party in the dust. I approach one group of gentlemen who all wield rifles. Can I ask you, sir, what are you actually protecting the border from exactly? 
We got scourge of illegals pouring in, trying to grab our jobs, get at our women. Ma'am, are you fearful of the immigrants as well? Hell yeah, I'm scared. I'll tell you what, these Mexicans just trying to crawl across the border. You know why? Just so they can get up in my fucking pussy, that's why. Won't say that again, darling. I don't think she heard you. I said they're trying to get inside my fucking pussy. Can you blame them? Come over and get some Woo! of this shit. Shake it, honey, shake it. My pussy, that's why. Uh-huh. Um, have any immigrants actually tried crossing since you've been here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hell yeah, baby. Tell them there. Well, mm-hmm. uh... No, not exactly. Well, okay, okay, not technically. Mm-hmm. Ex- yeah. But that's cause the president scares the shit out of him. Oh, you better fucking believe it, baby. But you just wait, honey. That's right. Pretty soon that caravan gonna pour in here, and when they do... Fucking watch it. We gonna be ready. That's right. Ain't that right, fella? This shit is happening. Oh, son of a bitch, I got clipped. It's the caravan, boys. We're taking fire. I see something. I see something. I can't tell if it's a cartel or an immigrant army of... He's just over yonder. Can you see him? And... And... Nope. That's just Daryl's cousin, Dougie. For shit's sake, Dougie, put your safety on. False alarm. Dang, sorry about that, boys. Did I clip anybody? Fucking ain't right you got me. Oh, dang. Fucking dumbass. I got him good. Baby, go get me that med kit. Uh, sir, should we get you to the hospital? You're bleeding out quite quickly. I ain't got health insurance. Thanks, Barack Hussein Osama. (laughs) Oh, Lord, help me. Driving up and down the borderland, I found no such crisis as the president described. I received an update from D.C. The hunt for McConnell was on. It was time to head home. He's not in the Capitol. He's not in the Russell Building. He's not on the floor of the Senate. And 800,000 people don't have their paychecks. So where's Mitch? Politicians who oppose the shutdown take to the streets to root out Mitch McConnell. With the president taking a public beating, their approval numbers were on the rise. At a DC nightclub, they celebrate the coverage. Press swarm as superstar representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez arrives, cutting the line and infuriating Republican Susan Collins, who is stuck behind bouncers. And it'll show off. Hunty thinks she's the only trick in town. She don't know I can... Is that how you do that? Kamala Harris blasts t-shirts into the crowd as Joe Biden arm wrestles Baltimore college bros. Chuck Schumer stumbles through rapper's delight. And Michael Bloomberg makes it rain on his wife, Diana. Republican Lindsey Graham arrived in a fabulous thin-cut tweed vest to show his support of ending the shutdown. Both sides of the aisle. Together. Was it hope? Or just career politicians profiting from a crisis to improve their own likability? A popularity contest. High school BS. Suddenly, I didn't feel so hopeful. Or maybe I was just being cynical. Like old Carl. Holloway, what time is it? Kramer? Kramer, I can't find Carl. Word around town is he's a bit off his rocker. Have you heard from him? No, he's been a no-show on me for days. Have you heard the news about McConnell? What? No, tell me. His wife reported him missing. Right? Jesus. Kramer, we need to find Carl. He's not well. I, I think he might... Holloway? Wait. Holloway, Carl may just be another one of these boomers who can't mentally handle this new reality of ours. I should have never put you two together. I think I might know where he is. 
Six hours north I drove as the lights of Foggy Bottom disappeared, and the night sky opened up, revealing a snowy, starry night. All the while, my worry deepened. I pulled past rows of snow-covered apple trees, up to a small cottage with smoke rising out of the stack. Holloway. Jesus, how the hell did you find me? Bernstein Bears. Catchy name. Can I come in? Sure. Nice cottage you've got here, Carl. Cozy. Like out of a fairy tale. What's that thing around your neck? Glow sticks. I was out with the Dems celebrating pull numbers. Hmm. I guess we're both playing in fairy tales, aren't we? God damn it, Carl. I just want to believe our system works and it's not just all games. Some things in politics just don't change, sunshine. What was that? You should go. It's not what you think. It's Mitch McConnell curled up on your couch watching Netflix. Yes, he wanted some time out of the city, and I, I helped. Carl, the government is shut down, and 800,000 800,000 will go without pay if that's what it takes. As soon as I saw that dumpster fire, I, I knew the only way to smoke out the resistance, the holdouts, those inside the government who, up until now, were too afraid to sing in support of reason and justice... Well, now they gotta sing, baby. It's the end of days, and I'm gonna help it burn. <laughs> I just want the country to start over. Make it work again like it used to. But I guess that's what every old man wants, isn't it? Let's go, McConnell. Up on your feet. Move. I don't want to go back. I don't give a crap, you spineless shit. You're never going to take me alive. Holloway, look out. Slippery little bastard. Peace, you bitch. He's going for the window. (laughs) You can't run forever, McConnell. God damn it. Just look at him out there, scurrying up that tree. He'll be there for weeks if he needs to be. Slowing his heart rate, saving it for the fight. He's been doing it for decades. Learn from him, Halloway. You can't fix the country with just one story. It takes time. It takes surviving. I just don't think I got the fight left in me anymore. I'm sorry, Halloway. Enjoy your apples, Carl. And it's sunshine. The next morning, a basket of Bernstein apples was waiting for me. As I sat in our empty offices at the Center for Investigative Journalism, the phones continued to ring. It's week five of the shutdown, and there's a lot of work to do. The Center for Investigative Journalism, this is Sunshine. What have you got? 